0: Welcome back to Mood Trilogy's Podcast, your host Chris here with Rowe, and we are doing another film festival review. This is for the Fantasia Film Festival. Uh, this was their opener, right? Yes. Uh, we are reviewing the film Brain Freeze. A fertilizer used in an irrigated community becomes a source of a genetic mutation that transforms the residents into zombies. Can a teenager and his baby sister break free from the quarantine island before it turns it before turning into grass? Um, yeah, this movie was fucking weird. <laughs> you're welcome yeah I mean it's it's your typical like this is a film I'd find on Shudder or you know, Shudder has be usually better films than this but um this is, Netflix yeah Netflix you know the <laughs> Netflix, Netflix You like you're scrolling through Netflix you read the uh synopsis like huh come yeah. here, come here. let me check this out and it's entertaining enough that you don't go with the fucking turn it off completely at the beginning at, at, at the very beginning like you, you it, actually watch it, the whole thing Yeah, but it's mostly because, look, I just need to know what happened
1: to this baby that kept being left unattended in the most terrible of places and with a child Well, that...
0: What was the, um... I saw Brandon posted it today, the uh, football player, or was it a basketball player whose kid was left unattended at the edge of the pool, and he had to jump in and get the baby because literally two adults are standing right there Just just standing there. As the baby sits on the, um... on the edge, like... So when you're saying that, I hear you, but like, <laughs> Adolci says, um, "Yeah, it was NBA. It was uh, Andre Drummond." Yeah, literally, you see, you you see the image. I'm sorry, we're gonna get the movie in a minute, but this is literally the the crazy shit I've seen. The baby <laughs> is literally sitting on the edge, and there are two mm-hmm. grown ass adults just standing there. Not first of all, how did the baby even get that fucking close? How the, I don't that, know. how the baby? How the baby? The baby shouldn't even be that fucking close. Uh, like, is the baby literally on the edge and it falls? And Andre Drummond is literally off camera somewhere and he dives in the house. In, dives in to save his baby while these two dumbass adults are sitting. I I don't understand. Like everything about this thing doesn't make sense to me because I don't even know how they got the footage of the camera because like that it was like the house camera. So who released that to the media? It makes nobody look good. Like. I and then like you have one dude in in red just standing there, literally throws his hands up in the air, going like, "Oh man, the baby falls into the water. What am I gonna do? Jump in and get the baby, you dumbass! What the fuck? I'm sorry, I'm sorry." So you, you got no. No, on I one. don't. But th- but that's what I mean.
1: It's like honestly, this movie is. It was like they're like, "Oh, it's it's a zombie comedy," and I was like, "What? It's fr- what? Okay, let's watch it." And I get in here and I'm like, "Is this how y'all really do?" I mean, because clearly this is above my tax bracket. I couldn't live on this island to begin with because the whole island is just allegedly, uh, basically a gated community. And I'm like, okay, is is this just how y'all do? Because I'm with you. I don't know how that baby managed to creep past to get to the edge of the pool, let alone for that woman to be sitting in the top part of the pool, watching that baby
0: right but that's and, the baby in this film and the brain freeze does it a lot like the baby just goes off on its own and it's just all and I'm almost like how are you, I mean I know babies are fast but like
1: no babies really are that fast and it's why you can't take your eyes off it it's also why you don't let a disaffected preteen
0: watch your child oh but the mother I mean a lot of the adults here are in trash so we get that like the oh, mother I, yeah most of the adults here are you are so mispronouncing all. <laughs> well, I mean, what was the other one? Dan or the, the the other guy? I mean, he 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 made he made dumb choices for the zombie apocalypse, a- but not for his daughter. I'm, I'm gonna not gonna be able, be able to give it to you, man. Mm-mm. Okay, yeah, right, I'm trying.
1: I can't give it to you. You tried. I, I'm. I feel you, but. Every single person over the age of two in this movie. It is what it is.
0: True. True. Yeah, and I think that's the thing. It's like you're you watch this film and it's entertaining for how ridiculous it gets at times. Um, I don't want to say it's good. I I don't because it's it, this is definitely something that a lot of people would watch. Um. I have a problem with, this is one of those times where a foreign film, because where was this made? Was this, um, who made this film? This is... Oh, it's Quebec. Quebec. Yeah, it's, see, I feel like, when we say foreign films, I, I feel like if you're still in North America, you might not, you still qualify as an American film, and therefore it... You have things that you try to do, like we had just we just talked about Rage and fire the other day, right? Raging mm-hmm. fire does that thing where it don't give you all the information you need, but you still get enough of the story that you can enjoy the story. Here, it took me a while to realize who the fuck is in charge of what, who's doing what. Like, it was just too much confusion at times in this film. Um, and when you finally get it, you're just like, really, oh, okay, I see what your guys are trying to do, but like, yeah, it kind of lost me by the time you finally understand what the. What's going on? They kind of lose me already, and um, that's the major problem I have. I think there's an interesting concept here. I know when you text me about this, is zombies eat the rich type deal, and I'm like, eh, it. It kind of is, kind of is, but then it's also just like also eat the people that are taking care of the rich. Like it's everybody's fucked, you know. And I think yeah. that's but my that's, yeah
1: yeah. But that's why I wanted to talk to you about it because I think we're gonna start seeing more of these types of. Uh, zombie apocalypse movie, post-apocalyptic movie. I think we're going to get more of this type of dystopian and um, putting it on an isolated island gave them the opportunity to do a lot of alarmist type things, mm-hmm. knowing that it would there, all be able here. to allegedly stay contained. And I thought that was a really smart idea, like location wise. But I felt like some of the other things and strings that they wanted to tie together were undone Mm-hmm. for comedy uh if you know what i mean and it's like right. they were going so hard for that comedy beat that they miss they they kind of they messed up their own point
0: right because there's there's some of this film tries to be serious but then it's also like it's too campy to be mm-hmm. that serious and yeah the beat just it doesn't doesn't land
1: it doesn't <clears throat> mesh. they should have stuck with the camp because the camp was working right um it's like it, it's kind of like one of those movies that, like, the old late night horror TV used to come on. And you've got the kids, and you don't really like any of them. <laughs> uh, right. But it's got a modern twist on it, where you know he's riding his bike, watching a video, and it 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 felt like they were going for something, and it could have worked, but then they kind of just reduced it to an okay boomer moment. Mm-hmm. And 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 they've got this. Clearly supposed to be representative of the more strident slash conservative slash libertarian, and ran was like you mainliner like she's coke media type personality on the like on the radio bagging you know the wealthy and the prestige and mm-hmm. and because they give you that stuff in what they think is not a data dump style because it's the radio guy going off you miss really important things right. like. And they don't match it up to the scene. So some of it might be like an editing problem or choice where you've got the voiceover in the wrong place. And maybe that would have been for a, a made for a stronger message. But then this is also the kind of movie where you have to make the choice to where you're going to have a savvy protagonist, especially if you're going to kind of make it like a semi-road movie, even though it's a kid, so he's on his feet a lot. Mm-hmm. You can't have a moment where it's clear something's going wrong. Somebody comes out of nowhere to save the kid. And then he does something so consummately stupid, like take a zombie in the house with him.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: And I was like, see, this is where some of the alarmist things that you're trying to do fall apart. Because he he wouldn't have done that. She's trying to eat him. And I I felt comfortable talking about that in a little bit more detail because that is out in some of the trailers, and those are the moments that you can see. But the movie, every time I thought I was done and I was kind of noping out, something else would happen, and the movie would reel me back in. And I, every single time, it had to do with that damn baby. Mm I'm (laughs) not (laughs) gonna. I was like, it's something. I was like, you just like when they're making the call about uh trying to figure out how this is supposed to be solved and you get a moment that's kind of like straight up out of a Stephen King movie where they end up in a a store.
0: Right. Mm
1: -hmm. You've got, you know, you've got all these moments and, 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 and I got it. And I was like, the camp worked. Some of the tongue in cheek was a little bit too much, but then they started, like you were saying, doing more serious horror, not like, Moments in there, and like then also making it seem like there was a ticking talk in the back of your head before something big came to resolve the issue, but as much as it was weird and interesting to see what they were doing and when they started to go into the other aspects of the the messaging that had to do with the environment, I feel like a lot of those didn't land
0: right it's well. I think the biggest problem I had was the radio host. I really didn't have, because it's like, this is just, I mean, you just got a right-wing radio host saying dumb bullshit, and he's not really challenged the entire time. And that's my was one of my problems with this. I was like, I mean, you're, I'm with you. If they had kept with the eat the rich type deal and had more time. Like there's a whole thing with, um, the, the housekeeper who was off the island, you know, at one point, and they kind of just they just use her as a prop,
1: yeah. They, they turned her into a racist punchline, right?
0: And-, and and it was such an and, and uh, like that's such an annoyance because it's like you could have done something with that, you really could have, mm-hmm. you know, but they they didn't, and and instead we get this radio host a lot, and I'm like, well, you could have at least you could have done a better job, and they try to do this juxtapose the radio host with the, the housekeeper a little bit more because um, at one point she does call into the radio, but it's just like it just felt like too little, too late.
1: Yeah, well, I kind of feel like when it comes down to those moments, this is where we're running into um the th- the, the hopelessness that a lot of people have mm-hmm. and, and and I think it comes from the echo chamber they live in like I watch all the different news I don't let myself get into a groove to where the only voices I'm hearing are the ones that I'm used to saying or speaking from a particular type of shtick so and I'm black so I'm used to people being xenophobic and racist and big as it and then kind of having to parse out and mm-hmm. and and keep my keep myself from getting to the point to where everything is a doom scroll but I felt like this person gave this relentless negative message from these types of voices because maybe that's what they're surrounded by and, Mm -hmm. and echo chamber. but I don't think, I think this is an unintentional message in the movie that echo chambers are bad. Mm -hmm. like they're bad for you if you're trying to keep your head together and figure out what it is that you can do or you want to do they're bad for you if you're trying to figure out ways to challenge people who are so far down the rabbit hole that you know listening to a radio person ironically enough though uh laura england was on the news today it's the 13th um talking about how maybe you should just get rid of unemployment and she had that bar rescue guy on there talking about well you know starved dogs do their jobs because they want to eat
0: and which is such a disappointment i'm like i i kind of figured john taffer would be that kind of a douchebag but at the same time it was just like i was like come on dude
1: (sighs) and and but it's all this very disingenuous thing and these are the voices getting in people's heads. so you know he posed an an insane hypothetical that people who are listening to him are the more affluent and are the more wealthy. And they're the people who've been trained to be opposed to any entitlements because they've they've been taught that entitlement is a pejorative and it's a dirty word and you don't ever want to be found to taking advantage of government entitlements. So they're listening to this guy talk. They don't know anything about any of the programs that he's, inappropriately describing like the hypothetical he posed could never happen because unemployment doesn't work that way you don't get it that long you know what i mean and they do ask you what's going on in your household so you've got this guy in this zombie apocalypse movie who's just like he's ranting and he's going off and he's talking over people and it kind of felt like the same type of energy but there isn't anybody actually equipped. And I really feel like some people have just gotten to the point that if these are the voices that are around them and they're the ones that are reaching prop prominence, they no longer know how to actively combat those voices because they just feel like they're all getting drowned out. And I feel like they undercut a lot of the messaging for the alarms that they were trying to raise in this movie by doing the exact same in the movie that this guy is doing as a character. And I feel like maybe it's because they're stuck in this kind of echo chamber themselves. So they couldn't write outside of it. You think maybe?
0: No, no, you're right. It, it's just like I said, it Like I said, this this was just it was it was fine. You know, it's one of those kind of films. It's it's fine. Um, but it's another one of those ones I felt like, you know, easy forgettable. Yeah, it I could know? have been a contender because Well, I remember what was what was the film we saw last year? Was it TIFF? Oh, get the hell out. Right. Yeah. Like yeah. that. Just has a better job. Again, same concept. Zombies. Same concept. You know, uh, you know. You know. Contamination. Contamination. All this other stuff. Like it did such a better job of 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 trying to also keep the comedy, keep the ridiculous up there, but then also try to have a message at the same time. And you see with this film here, it kind of it it bungled that like. Every time it tried to come to its message, it was trying to do is when it, it was its weakest. It's like, yeah, stick to camp, stick to camp. That's not your job. You you, you guys aren't good at this. Not good at this. <laughs> don't do this. Yeah, um, like, yeah.
1: They they did a better job of serving their message when it was by accident, and um, mm-hmm. the like the camp moments work. The comedy works. It's a little bit of a fun romp in that respect. Um, them twins, I don't know who they are, but they're creepy. Uh, and I really feel like they were wasted moments. Um, when you finally got down to like, you know, obviously, you know, there's a great conspiracy going on, and someone's coming in to clean up Peacock Island, obviously, because you know, wealth, money, mm-hmm. and all of those things. And I thought some of that could have worked. And, um, I just feel like this, the, um, I don't know, he wrote it and he directed it. And I feel like maybe, um, he needed another voice for how to blend the commentary in without needing it to be verbal because the nonverbal moments work like the whole thing like have you ever seen have you ever seen a zombie movie where the zombies kind of get like fascinated with the sun and just you know well that's other thing, well, that, thing too it's like
0: they also never really expl- I, I guess when you think about it's the grass i guess they that's the- synthesis. Yeah, I guess that's what they're trying to go for there. And I I was just about to say another one where they didn't really explain the rules. Here's the problem. The rules kind of come too late into the film and you have to figure it out yourself. And you're like, oh, that's why they did it. That's why they're doing it that way. And you're just like, but like, you're right. It doesn't make any sense, you know, for Uh a lot of stuff, right? And I'll be honest, it also, the, the thing that also bothered me was the rules also seemed to change when they needed to. And so that's the other thing, too. The rules were hard set, you know? Mm-hmm. So that also caused a fucking problem. And so I just, yeah.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, it's an it's another one of those things where somebody wants to make a horror movie, but the question has to be asked is, uh do you want to make a horror movie because what you, cuz you're just so freaked out by everything that's going on that you think it's a horror movie or do you want to make a horror movie mm-hmm. because there's a there I don't think any I I think you need to know the rules before you want to break the rules mm. and I think the opening introduction of this movie is really great and it has a, a an interesting setup and it's and, and it works but it works for a different kind of horror movie than they wanted to make
0: mhm
1: and um, as much as I enjoyed some of the ridiculousness, I don't like it when I get to the end of the movie and I figured out your gimmick. And then you rush. To the finish line. Because that's all you had left for the end. Mm-hmm. Like, and that takes the fun out of it for me. So it's not bad. It's, it was, it's, it was, I think it's a good, it was a good opener for Fantasia. Cause it, it's, the you know, it, it kind of slow rolls you in, gives you a, a mix and a blend of a good idea of what was in. Um, I don't think it's the it's not nearly the best of, of what I've seen in Fantasia, but I thought it was a good start. I thought it was worth the combination because I really do think we're going to get more of these kinds of movies. Do you think I'm just, you know, being chicken little on
0: that? No, we seen it. I mean, like I said, we just all won't like uh, get the hell out. I mean, so you're going to see and they lock them into a building and couldn't get out. So it's like we're definitely seeing a trend with that. So. Yeah. I isolate them and then let them basically fend for themselves um yeah so
1: well if brain freeze gets stuck in the mo in, in a in a locked room with some of the other movies it's zombies are not surviving <laughs> they're gonna get dealt with they're gonna get eaten too but yeah i it was it was it's if it's a pretty light fun fair it looks good um some of the beats that they chose musically were truly funny for the scenes they tied them up against, but beyond that, it being like a silly, campy, undead romp, that's about it. The the commentary is bloated.
0: What would you give it out of ten? I'm sitting at about
1: a five and a half.
0: Yeah, I was about a six. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's where I'm at with it. Like I said, it's it's fine, fine. Like you said, and if this ends up getting onto a streaming service somewhere and you see it for free. You want some some time, you want a good laugh, and you're just chilling. I said, check it out. But, um, like you said, I think the it just they tried to punch above his weight, and it just didn't work. So, yeah, um, all right, um, we have plenty more reviews coming out. Um, stay tuned. We have a bunch of screeners coming out, and then we also have. I know Roe has more Fantasia Fest of that. Fantasia Fest runs until what the twenty fourth, twenty-fifth?
1: Twenty fifth. And uh Phenom is going to see if he can work in joining me for some. So that should be fun. Cause um I, I sent him one that <laughs> he might beat me up. He might he might beat me up. Um cool. But I think it'd be a fun talk. Cool. If if he be, if he watches it. He might just be it's a period piece and I know when it comes to the horror, that's kinda his bag. Mm-hmm. So I'm hoping I'm hoping he gets a chance to watch because I have questions and I know that um, the name of it is Last Thing Mary Saw. Uh, It just got picked up by Shudder. So you will be able to get to see it. So I'm hoping B and I get to have a conversation. But at a minimum, I'll give a review. Although it's one of the first times that I had a hard time not live tweeting. uh, You're not allowed during festivals. I really wanted to talk to somebody while this was happening. So Hmm. hopefully he can he can jump on board.
0: Good. And then I should be doing TIFF. I'm still waiting for them to tell us what they're doing with. They are doing it in person. I'm not going. But um, I know they are doing um stuff remotely. So we'll be covering TIFF in a few weeks as well. So stay tuned there. So just make sure you guys subscribe uh, uh, on Movie Trailer Reviews, uh, iTunes, to Radio, and Spotify. So until next time, we will be back. Peace.